Thank you again for the opportunity to be of service to you through prayer. I love this prayer request about being bold, strong, courageous, and really just not being ashamed of Christ. I thought this was a wonderful prayer request, and it was such a joy to really meditate on the word and to talk to God about what being strong and courageous means. So with that being said, the first thing that came up in my mind was Joshua 1.9, and this is one of my favorite scriptures. I'm going to read this in the ESV version, and it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I thought how that was just powerful. So we think about the different commandments that God has for us. You know, we think about Ten Commandments. This is also a commandment given to us by God. We are commanded to be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. Can you imagine? God is telling you, be strong and courageous. Now, I thought about it, us in our, in our human flesh, we can, be, we can be very weak. We can be, we can be cowardly, right? And that's not unique to anybody. We all have our moments of weakness. And this is why we need our relationship with Jesus. This is why we need to know God. Why? Because God magnifies his strength in our weakness. God exemplifies his courage in our cowardice. This is why we need God. And why do we need God? Let's go back to what the end of Joshua 1.9 says, for the Lord your God is with you. God is with you. And this is why you must be strong and courageous and not be afraid because God is with you. And this was making me think of God did not give us the spirit of fear, right? And this is actually 2 Timothy 1.7. And it says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. This is the declaration given over you that God did not give you the spirit of fear. Let's bring it back. And it says, do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. Do not be dismayed. And it's it's making me think of what does being dismayed, what does that even mean? It says, do not be in distress. Do not be concerned. Do not be alarmed. Do not be worried or agitated because of an unwelcome situation or occurrence, right? So think about how much God loves you that he says, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. Why? Because you have that spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. You're asking God to be bold, strong, and courageous. And the answer is already there. You are given 
that spirit of power, love, and of sound mind. Because God is with you wherever you go. And this is reflective of another scripture, Deuteronomy 31, 6. And it says basically the same thing. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he is that with you. He will not fail thee. He will not forsake thee. Hmm. I want you to think about what does it mean to dwell in God's presence? What does it mean to be transformed by the renewal of your mind? What does it mean to receive that spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind? What does it mean to stand ten toes down on the fruit of the spirit? What does it mean to walk heavy with God? What does it mean to have that confidence that you are walking knowing who God has called you to be? What does it mean to be bold and courageous? What does that mean to you? And this was bringing me to Psalm 27, 1. And it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You see, when you cultivate that relationship with Christ, when you know God, why should you be afraid? Afraid of anybody, afraid of any circumstances. Why should you be afraid? There is no reason to be afraid because God did not give you the spirit of fear, of power, but of power of love and of sound mind. Why? Because the Lord is the strength of your life. The Lord magnifies his strength in your weakness. The Lord imparts his wisdom in your foolishness. The Lord takes care of any part of you that is falling short. Wow. And it just made me think of what the Lord and my and his strength means to you. It made me think of Nehemiah 8:10. And it reads, Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy food and sweet drink and send some to those with who have nothing prepared. This is the holy, this is this day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We think about what strength means, what being bold and courageous means. And one of the answers is joy, the joy that comes from God, joy being one of the fruit of the Spirit, the evidence that shows that the Holy Spirit dwells in you, joy. And right now I'm thinking of, of Isaiah 40, 31. It says, For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall walk and not be weary. They shall run and not faint. I, I really hope I said that correctly because that just came to me right now. And it's, it's making me think of what does it mean to have strength in God? Waiting on the Lord, right? Patience, which is another, this is another evidence that the fruit of the Spirit is with you. 
the evidence of the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. We're talking about love. We're talking about peace. We're talking about joy. We're talking about faithfulness and other parts that show that the fruit of the Spirit dwells in you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's how you know the Holy Spirit dwells in you. I want you to think about what does Godfidence mean to you? The confidence in God. What does Godfidence mean to you? And this brought me to First Chronicles 16, 8 to 11. And it says, Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continuously. So you want to be bold. You want to be strong. You want to be courageous. You want to be unashamed. And why? how do you do that? You're giving thanks to God. You call upon him because when you call unto God, he calls unto you. When you seek God, you find him. And then you get to share his precious deeds. You get to share his glory with everybody else. You get to talk about his wondrous works. This is how you're unashamed of Christ. You get to bring glory unto God's name by you allowing God to use you as a willing vessel. You get to show his wondrous work. You get to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You get to renew your strength, which is the joy of the Lord that is your strength. There is so much that comes with the relationship with Jesus, that relationship with God. There is so much that comes with, you get to show the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit that shows that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. The fruit of the Spirit that shows that you are in communion with God. I'm going to go back to what the fruit of the Spirit says. And Galatians 5, 22 to 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. That is the fruit of the Spirit. This is how we know that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. This is how we know that you are being bold, strong, and courageous. You're being transformed. You're being renewed. You're allowing God to magnify his strength in your weakness because you're allowing yourself to be used as a willing vessel for the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. The last scripture that this made me think of what it means to be unashamed was Romans 1.16. I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. And it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ. For it is God's power working unto salvation 
parentheses, for deliverance from eternal death, close parentheses, to everyone who believes with a personal trust and confident surrender and firm reliance to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For the in the gospel, a righteousness which God ascribed is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith, parentheses, disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith, close parentheses, as it is written, the man who through faith is just and upright shall live and shall live by faith. The good news of Jesus Christ, the good news of knowing that we are not perfect, but God is perfect. The good news of being saved through faith in Jesus Christ, the good news that is freely given to every single person. Be not ashamed of this good news. Show God's good work. Talk about it to everyone. Be strong and courageous and share what the good news means. Springing from faith and leading to more faith. Gosh, this is my favorite part of the description. It's, and it's, as it is risen, written, the man who through faith is just and upright shall live and shall live by faith. Through faith is just and upright. You shall live and shall live by faith. This is what it means. To fulfill the commandment of being strong and courageous. To be unashamed. To not be dismayed. To not be frightened because God is with you. And you have the opportunity to share the good news. The good news of salvation through faith. In Jesus The good news of understanding what protection, what provision, what love, what shielding, what healing means through Jesus Christ. The good news of what it means to have deliverance from eternal death through Jesus Christ. The good news of sharing God's wondrous works. My prayer for you is that you be bold with Christ. My prayer for you is to understand that God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. This sound mind that you may share God's wondrous works. This sound mind where you may share the good news of Jesus Christ. My prayer for you is to understand how much God loves you and how much God loves the people. How grace is freely given to everybody who choose to know Jesus. My prayer for you is stand ten toes down, exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit. And with that being said, I'm going to choose from a box of verses. And I am going to choose from, what is this? Oh, comfort. Okay. I am choosing from comfort. And from comfort, I am choosing. I am choosing Hebrews thirteen five. 
And it says, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And this is bringing me back to what Deuteronomy 31 say, 31, 6 says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he is with you. Right? He will never leave or forsake you. This is a reflection. Hebrews 13, 5 is a reflection of these scriptures that I've said in this message. Be strong and courageous, for God is with you. You have this opportunity to be unashamed. You have this opportunity to be bold. You have this opportunity to be strong. You have this opportunity to understand that God is with you and he will never leave or forsake you. I want to thank you again for the opportunity to be of service to you through prayer. I want to thank you for the opportunity to stand with you in affirmation that God is going to help you. He's going to magnify his strength in your weakness and impart his wisdom in your foolishness. That God is going to exemplify his courage in your cowardice. Today's question from the conversational cards is, is from fun. And it's, the question is, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Wow. Think about it. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. May God always bless and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you. Turn his countenance towards you. And continuously grant you peace throughout all of your lived experiences. I am praying for you. And just know that I love you with the love of Christ. Bye.